Hello, and welcome to another episode of Synapse, a podcast by the Greater Freeport Partnership representing business and lifestyle topics in Stevenson County and beyond. Today, I am very happy to be joined by a downtown supporter, Freeport native, and all-around fantastic guy, Mike Martin, and he is going to be with us today to talk about the first annual Stevenson County Restaurant Week, which is taking place April 23rd through May 1st in restaurants in Freeport and all around Stevenson County. As we talk about this today, if you want any other information, you can find it in our Restaurant Week guide, which is located in various restaurants throughout Stevenson County. There will be a link in the show notes of today's episode, or you can find the digital version of the guide on our website as well. Stevenson County is home to dozens of fabulous restaurants, pubs, and breweries in every section of the county. And Restaurant Week is an extra incentive to get out there and try something new, whether that's a dish, a restaurant, an area of town maybe that you have not seen before. Mike, speaking as a restaurant owner, why is Restaurant Week so important to the restaurants of Freeport and Stevenson County? Thanks, Nicole, for the fabulous question. <laughs> And thanks for having me on. Why is Restaurant Week important? I think it's important not only because it's the inaugural one, but there are so many great restaurants and taverns throughout the whole county. We have a plethora of options, whether you like a bar burger, whether you want a steak or a pizza or some tacos. Everywhere you go, there are so many different places to choose from. And I think this is going to be a great outlet to not only uh, just influence people to go, but we're going to highlight some places that maybe you never heard of. And hopefully they continue to go and they start to realize what we have right here in our own backyard. I know living in this area for quite some time now, I'm still surprised by the number of options that we have in this area and the new ones that are popping up as well, even in the times that we're living in. So speaking of hardships and things that have made 2021 even that much more critical, why is this important to restaurants after the last year? Well, we've built on something that we didn't know we were going to have to build on. The COVID-19 pandemic hit everybody differently. We had to start from scratch, really rethink how we do things. And for businesses that were you know, established, we've had a way of doing things, whether you are a bar or a restaurant or any kind of service industry. And when you're told to halt production and change everything, it can be very daunting. And now that we we got through it where you have to get back to what we used to do. And that's even, even different now because for some restaurants, I can only speak on my behalf. We've been able to gain new customers and they love the carry out. They love the curbside. They feel safe. They, they enjoy our, our cheeseburgers and they enjoy our service that way. But now we have people that are coming in that have their shots. They practice their social distancing, they wear their masks and, and now they're coming into the, the bar again, but we're also still getting that influx of to goes. So to be able to balance that, it's, it's been somewhat terrifying the first week, but we, we got back uh, to a groove. The whole first week, I was speaking to my bartenders and the other staff members that, that cook with me, and I knew it was going to be hectic. We had to get used to that. But a uh, very encouraging thing is I've been able to give my workers more hours because of the, the influx of takeout and the people coming in and still staying consistent. We want to make sure the product is delivered at, at the level that we expect to do, which is hopefully high. Our standards are pretty high for just a, a neighborhood bar, but I've been able to give them more hours. So they're making more wages. They're feeling better about it. They, they feel like they're kind of getting out of the, 
the dark winter and that COVID year, and they, they see spring coming. And we couldn't have done it without the support of Freeport and the county and even people from out of town that have, have reached out and tried to find these new places because of COVID. I think not only us down at Mort's, but I hear it from other people saying that these, these gems in Freeport, people are starting to notice them, not only the ones here in town, but people from out of town. And I think that's extremely encouraging. Pretzel City, USA, also known as Freeport, Illinois, is hosting Pretzel Fest on April 24th, and you can't miss it. Join us for a barbecue competition, the finest pretzel merchandise and food selections, as well as performances and classes from local talent and activities. Grab a beverage from our downtown restaurants and walk throughout the event to shop and delight in your favorite salty snacks. Pretzel Fest. Downtown Freeport, Saturday, April 24th. We can't wait to see you there. For more information, go to greaterfreeport.com slash pretzelfest. So Restaurant Week is something different. We've never done this in Stevenson County or Freeport before and tried to just push everything towards uh not one particular restaurant, but just the idea of the dining experience. What do you hope the guests and visitors learn or take away from you know this the short nine days that we hope spurs into something larger? Well, not only do I hope that they learn that there are more places out there than they uh, currently know. I mean, that's something. Once you realize how many businesses out there you could go to eat at, when you see it on a list, I think that's, that's going to get people excited. But not only that, they, they'll know that they're your neighbors. They're your people that live in your community. We're not just uh, people from some city that are running these brick and mortar establishments. We've been in business downtown since 1984. Um, speaking of other taverns, you know, Tony's Bar up on Galena, just a nice little tavern family bar. They've been there longer than we have. That's been passed down through the generations. Logan's Bar and Grill on the south side. Michelle's out there. She's a local girl trying her hardest to do her best. The Shawnee Tap. That's Polly's brother, Eddie Domino. Benchwarmers, Eric White. Canova's, Maria's. I could go on and on. Samino's. All these people live right here in your backyard. And to know that you're supporting them more than you're supporting someone that might take these tax dollars or these profits away from, from your economy here locally in Stevenson County, and I think that's going to be a great takeaway that I hope people realize, that you're supporting your community, you're supporting your neighbors every time you spend even $1 at one of these establishments. You are giving me chills as you were naming <laughs> off all of these people because you see them out and about, and not only do you see what they're doing within their restaurant, but you see what they are giving back to the community, whether it's hard times or you know times of plenty. The restaurant owners of Freeport and Stevenson County are really not only just invested in their business, but they're invested in this community Definitely, definitely. I can I can say that I just a pony on that. It, um, out at the golf course, Jeff Hartman, another local guy, he was able to to let me stay with my sponsorship. We've been there forever, but he didn't need the, the direct payment right away. He says, "No, let's work on it. We'll get going." And now that business is open, I'm able to uh, work on that, get the advertisements going for him. And there's so many other places like that. Uh, Little League. I told Chris on on the board. I said. Just give me like another month, man. I got to get through this this February. February is always garbage. Sorry, business-wise and anywhere. It's cold. People are ready for spring. It just is. That's the way it is. And they were very thankful that I was going to get back on board. And, and it's that trust factor because we're all local. We're all in this together. And when you have that trust, 
um, you can do a lot of things. You can go far. Do you think that the trust and the camaraderie and the small town atmosphere, do you think that that's something that's unique to Freeport in Stevenson County? I mean, I know that you're native guy, you haven't had experience elsewhere, but when we talk about the community of this area, it's always something that continues to shine. I think it's something that can be consistent across the board in any community you look at. Uh, what's unique to me from, from where we live now, I lived in DeKalb, for a while and I lived in Chicago and I wasn't born and raised there so I couldn't get that sense of maybe they have. But here in Freeport, we I do feel like I get support from people that live in Lena, from people that live in Dakota, uh, people that live down in Pearl City. Um, LJ down at Little John's always asks how my brothers are doing, always asks how Morton Sherry are doing. Uh, you go out to Dakota, I got some friends, the whole white family and and you just think about it, even up in, in Cedarville, there's I feel like there's there's camaraderie throughout. We all know who each other are, but it's also like, to me, the people that I know that support me, which is so much fun, it's almost like a brother-sister uh, rivalry kind of fun too, where you, you want people to succeed, but you also kind of want to egg them on to do better. And to me, I think that's a healthy way of supporting each other. It's never anything, uh, to me, again, this is only my, my uh, view of it. This is my viewpoint and my perception. There's never anything somebody trying to put somebody down, but maybe like a little rib, maybe get them going, poke at them, and it's all coming from a lighthearted spot, and I think that's it's a lot of fun when you can get that going, get people riled up, and, and I see that downtown too. The business owners, they want to do more. You're doing this, I want to do that. You're going to do a mural, I'm going to do a mural even better, and, and the more you can spark innovation and disrupt the, the current flow to find what's new and be ready for the next change, if everybody can get on board, like I said, you can you can go a lot of different places than just sitting in neutral. We can go we can go forward and we can go further. So speaking of just agging each other on, you know, and always trying to one up the other one in an effort to make everybody better, uh, doing a little promotion here specifically to Mort's, what are you gonna be offering for restaurant week? For the inaugural restaurant week, we are going to highlight our Billerbeck burger. It is a charbroiled burger with local brick cheese, honey mustard, and french fried crispy onions. What makes it the Billerbeck burger is going to be on a pretzel bun. Back in the day, uh, the Billerbeck family started these German bakeries all throughout Freeport, and they thrived with pretzels. That's one of the uh, original factors that made us the pretzel city. Uh, so to pay homage to that, when I introduced the Billerbeck burger, I had it on a pretzel bun, and it became popular, but... Uh, not always the pretzel buns. We are a small place. We dish out burgers quickly. We're not that upper end, you know, burger joint. So a lot of people just went with the regular bun, and I found it not cost effective to keep bringing in pretzel buns. Um, though a lot of people, when they get the pretzel bun, they enjoy it. They just don't want it every week. Uh, but no, uh, now this week, we're going to bring it back. And we just made one last week. It, it does come together with the pretzel bun. You got the salt on top, and it, it really comes together. Um, I'm going to have like a cheese sauce going if you want to dip it in that. And that's what we're going to highlight. And it's always on the menu. You can always find that down at Mort's. But for that week and that week only, we're bringing back the fresh pretzel buns. That's awesome. And it was actually another way to highlight something we have going on downtown. So one of the factors for starting Restaurant Week on April 23rd is because we are having another inaugural event in downtown Freeport on April 24th, which is Pretzel Fest. So while people are downtown Freeport enjoying Pretzel Fest, they can come on down to Mort's and enjoy their pretzel bun. That's right. For the Billerbeck Burger. So we've been talking a lot about, you know, Restaurant Week from a restaurant tour perspective, but what are you, Mike Martin, looking forward to for Restaurant Week? I'm looking forward to uh, 
Well, first, beforehand, I'm looking forward to marketing it. I'm looking forward to getting up with some of the other restaurant owners and, and trying to, like I said, poke at them, trying to you know, get them to do something that's outside of their box to get people talking about it. From my point of view, that's going to be fun, trying to push this thing forward. Uh, but once it, once it gets going, I want to continue the conversation with my patrons. When they come in, where have you been? Have you been to this place? Do you know what this place is doing? You should try the specials here. I think it'll be a great uh, opportunity for me as a, a business owner that I'm very lucky to have that's got a great established uh, fan base. We have a tradition down at Mort's. I want to use that to hopefully let people bounce off of me to help all the other places in Stevenson County get a little light shed on them. And if there's any way I can help to do that, I, I can't wait to do that. Give them some propaganda about the other bars. Try to get them on an idea of, hey, start here at the brewery, then come here for a burger, then move over there for the appetizer. And just try to make sure we're, we're setting a plan for not only the people that live here locally, but the ones that come from out of town. Try to give them their own guide, their virtual guide, set something in stone to get them moving in the right direction to explore the rest of the county. There definitely seems to be a lot of momentum coming into the spring and summer months here in Freeport and in Stevenson County, not just with Restaurant Week and Pretzel Fest, but it seems to be this gaining momentum for, you know, some great months ahead. What are you guys expecting, you know, from Mortz, or what do you hope to see this spur for future activity? I'm excited for outdoor seating to come back. It was very interesting going back over the past five years when I first took over uh, the bar from my pops, I looked into outdoor seating right away, and I, I was able to work with the Liquor Commission and uh, the Freeport City Council, and they've been very helpful and productive along the way. They had to cross their T's and dot their I's, and we jumped through every hoop to get there to make sure ordinances are uh, legal and easier to comply by, and you want everybody to feel secure when you're doing something that's outside of the box, and Freeport was always necessarily against um, moving forward with having more fun with outdoor seating. But there was a time when there were so many taverns downtown, and to be frank, they didn't have the best reputation. They weren't known for uh, their burgers. They weren't known for their pizzas. They weren't known for uh, the family atmosphere. And nowadays, I look at Pub 219. I look at This Is It. I look at uh, the Wagner House. I look at, at myself down at Mort's. Uh, drinking and, and going out to enjoy yourself while having a cocktail has evolved to the point where, yeah, you'll still have, you know, some people that, that go out and they might drink a little too much. But the, the younger people th these days, the younger generation, they're not out drinking like it was the, the 80s or the, even the 70s or the 90s where um, people look back at the younger generations like, oh, you can't have them flying down the street in their T-Birds and breaking mailboxes. It's just not what they do anymore. I have nephews that are aged 18 to 21, and they act completely different from the way I did. And I know I was a complete angel, so everybody knows that. <laughs> but, but I think now there's, I think more and more people that are, I mean, I'm 33, and you got some, some new blood on the Liquor Commission, and they're starting to realize that too, that we don't have to be afraid of, of the younger generation or, or what bad could happen. Because if we produce a positive atmosphere, and make the rules and enforce the rules, people respect it and they come out and they appreciate, they come to appreciate the rules as much as you did when you set them in place. And if every, anybody gets out of line, there's gonna be people that step in that doesn't have to be the business. And I see that at Mort's, that's when I talk about we have such a good atmosphere and fan base down there. We don't, we don't have a lot of problems down there because there's always regulars there that know the rules and we enforce the rules. This is a family place, first and foremost. We're the first bar, not the last bar. We don't 
want any rowdiness. It's just not the way we do it. And moving forward, uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic, we were able to see everyone else get the outdoor seating, whether it was the parklets or on the other sides of town, just doing their best, putting up fences and trying to come together with tables. And it worked. Uh, Freeport showed up, they responded, they supported these businesses. The city council worked with them to make sure it was easy to comply. And it really worked. There weren't a lot of problems. And I think now that the businesses and our government knows what to expect, hopefully they'll invest more in the outdoor seating and we'll see more parklets pop up, uh, more things that beautify our city and our downtown. And it'll make our city more approachable. It'll make your own citizens change the view of your own city. The, the lens in which you, you view this Freeport, when you start seeing things pop up and people enjoying themselves, I think it'll get more people to get out and enjoy themselves. And people coming from out of town will, will see this and, and they'll react. They'll want to stop. And if they don't stop, they're going to stop the next time. That's what we'd like to see. And the responsibility um, among our patrons really is something that I think has evolved, as you mentioned. And that's why it's brought some new opportunities for the businesses and the patrons. And just anybody who visits this area hopefully sees that as well, that it's something, a culture that we are building here, that it's okay to stop, whether you are stopping, you know, as part of a, a adult group or if you're starting with stopping with your family and kids. It's really a culture here that's safe, welcoming, and just enjoyable. But the other thing that you touched on was the um, the outdoor dining experience. And, you know, we talked so many times about business and how it has had to change because of COVID and that everything might not always go back 100% to the way it was because there are things that change due to COVID that people actually like the outcome. And I think you hit the nail on the head with the outdoor seating. Yeah, and I think it's only going to expand. Uh, the people want it. I had somebody today down at the YMCA ask, when are you getting the parklet out? And I'm thinking, man, it's March and it's 50 degrees, and they're, <laughs> but they're already ready for it. And thankfully, the city is going to allow us to do that in April so people can enjoy their, their burgers, their hot burgers in a sweatshirt, maybe some days, jeans and a stocking cap. But it's something that now that, like I said, the, the law enforcement, which we have to respect to, the police driving through downtown, they have to do their best to make sure everybody's safe and following these rules. And the more they know that, you know, we support them and we know that they support us, it's only going to be easier. And if we keep, continue to prove ourselves, which we have, I, I can say we, we've had, I don't know any incidents that have happened in, we call it the Mortlet, um, that were so, I, get, I can't remember any. There might have been a few, but nothing over the line where it might have been people that are out there at 11 when they, you know, time to go, guys, and they, they go. So it's, and that's so nice to me. And the, and the police, um, they come down and get burgers. I know a lot of great officers here work for the, for the FPD. And I know they appreciate that, that the businesses will continue to enforce it so they don't have to. So, so much to look forward to, not just with restaurant week, not just with outdoor seating and everything that is to come in a post-COVID year, what we're going to hopefully see as a post-COVID year. And thank you for being here with us today, Mike, to talk through some things. You um, have been kind of delegated here as the ambassador <laughs> for the restaurant week and for restaurants here in Stevenson County. And we appreciate your support of restaurant week and of all the other uh, businesses here in Stevenson County. Thank you, Nicole. And I look forward to it. And I look forward to all the events that come, are coming forward with the partnership. 
for links to Synapse episodes and other information highlighted in podcast episodes or any other contacts for the Greater Freeport Partnership, visit greaterfreeport.com.